Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Muskoka Drawdown. Welcome to Muskoka Drawdown. I'm your host, Frank Young. I'm here on behalf of CAM, Climate Action Muskoka. Climate Action Muskoka. We're in a climate emergency, and to prevent climate chaos, we need to decarbonize the economy. The technology necessary already exists now. There is just lack of political will. I encourage you to visit the Climate Action Muskoka website and sign up for the free weekly newsletter. It's uh, it's full of all kinds of wonderful things that we all need to know and, and want to know. And also um, on the Climate Action Muskoka website, uh, try out the carbon calculator and you can check your CO2 emissions. I just did mine last week again. I'm, I'm producing four tons of CO2 per year. That's my that's my average, and, and my girlfriend is also another four tons, so our house is eight tons of CO2. So I'm not proud of that, and I have some ideas on how to reduce that. I have today, um, tuning in from Toronto, remember Toronto? Um, a, a longtime green technology uh, advocate and activist, and and um, he actually does it. He does uh, all kinds of retrofitting on buildings, and that was his job for many years. His name is Bruce Hansen, and um, he's a great guy, and I'd like to introduce him now. Uh, hello, Bruce. How are you today? Very well, Frank. <clears throat> great to be on your show. Well, thank you very much. Now, I know you're one of these uh, evil Torontonians who we love to hate, but I understand you have a connection to Muskoka. That's right. My parents used to rent a cottage on Peninsula Lake, just down near the South Portage uh, connection to Lake of Bays. And so I know that little railroad very well that used to connect between those two lakes. And I have many childhood memories of swimming in uh, Penn Lake and uh, fishing and just uh, sitting on the beach. So it was a, a wonderful getaway from Toronto coming up to Muskoka. Right on. Well, um, I just mentioned the carbon uh, calculator on the uh, Climate Action Muskoka website. I, I, I assume you've done your uh, calculations. How much CO2 I do you... I am remiss. I <laughs> must do it soon. Yes. Um, so yeah, I, I think I, you're probably way below. What are the kinds of things? What is your house like where you live in in Toronto? So it's got super insulation and it's still gas heated, but I'm just about a month away from uh, disconnecting my gas heating and going to a heat pump for both hot water and for heating my house. And I have wow. solar panels uh, and I have an electric car and my solar panels provide about 74% of all the electricity that I use in my house. Are you signed up to what the provincial government provided, the microfit program? That's right. So I'm in at the rate of about 27 cents a kilowatt hour. Uh, currently, if people want to participate, it's on a net metering basis. So same price in, same price out. 
is it still is it cost effective to put on um, PV at this point without the subsidy? Uh, what is the payback? Roughly? Well, the, with the net metering, uh, I mean, it it depends on your home. If you've got a good south facing roof that's not shaded, and it's and uh, the installation is uh, straightforward, then yes, it it can be a. Uh, it can still be about a 10 year payback, but, but those are, are big ifs and, and perhaps only one in five homes uh, is optimally uh, aligned for, for, a, for a good uh, installation. So, so how many panels would you need on your roof for, uh, for your average house? So, so if you don't have an electric car, then you would perhaps need around um, Five kilowatts to to do most of your uh, electricity consumption. Yeah, yeah, and so so we're talking maybe um, 15 or twenty panels. Yes, and you would uh, so you, your house would need to have the if, if it's if it's a rectangle shape, you'd need to have the long end uh, fa- facing south. To, to get enough uh, area to uh, provide that, I, I was lucky, and then my garage also has has a the long uh, slope of of the roof facing south, and and so so both my garage and my house uh, have solar panels. Yeah, I was um, Germany and other countries are going solar big time. Um, I, I always think it should be part of code, right? It should be the building code that every new build or should have panels built into it. Then they can orient part of the roof correctly. And also the cost, you know, say if it's 20 grand or so to put it on the cost of $20,000 for photovoltaic on top of a house that costs, you know, two, three, 400,000 to build is, is, is noise. It's a minuscule, isn't it? Yes. And the, the other advantage of, of having that, panels right on the building where the energy is used is you avoid uh, distribution losses and uh, the the uh, <coughs> economy of the, the the benefit of the electricity is is greater than having it uh, produced further away the downside is the cost is quite a lot higher than having it done on on a large commercial rooftop or having it done on marginal land where the the cost is the lowest having it uh, ground mounted is is always Mm -hmm. the lowest cost and but but people like you don't you're still uh, on the grid right you're not you don't have batteries you're not independent of the hydro system correct so i have two meters one measuring the electricity going out uh, and uh, another one measuring the electricity coming in correct well, that's wonderful. Now, tell me a little bit about the heat pump that you're there's you're bringing in two different types of heat pumps, right? One for hot water and one for home heating. Is that correct? That's right. And so, I'm getting from the Greener Homes program. I'm getting a thousand dollars towards the heat pump for hot water, and that's twenty five hundred dollars. So it reduces the cost to fifteen hundred. And to be eligible for the the rebate, you must have it professionally installed. So it's perhaps about uh, $1,700 uh, net uh, cost uh, having it professionally installed. And that takes the heat from inside the house and puts it into the hot water. And in the summer, it's giving the extra benefit of providing a little air conditioning. In the winter, it's scavenging the heat from the heating system. Uh, so it's, it's called a cascading heat pump system. So the one heat pump is 
using a little bit of the heat from the other heat pump. So the, the, the heat pump from, from, for hot water is only about 4,000 uh, BTUs. The heat pump for my house is 30,000 BTUs. So it's just scavenging um, a little bit of heat off of the larger heat pump. So, but you are uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul in the sense. That's right. But the, the net uh, coefficient of performance is still very good. It's still uh, with, with the two heat pumps, it's still around uh, 2.4 uh, coefficient of performance, meaning uh, the energy, uh, the electricity in and the heat out. Uh, so, so a cascading heat pump system is still uh, an excellent way to, to uh, heat hot water and heat your house. Do you think the day will come when every new building is uh, off uh, oil and gas and propane and all that stuff and automatically? Well, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if, if we leave a few. Um, the, the point is we have to get to 80% uh, in, in a decade. And, and once we get to that 80%, we'll, we'll have won. We'll have, we'll have solved the problem. Yeah. So the, the last uh, 10, 20%, we don't need to worry about. The point now is we need to put in, as, as so many advocates indicate, uh, we, we, we've left it far too long. We need to, we need to put in the regulations to, to stop the sale of further uh, fuel burning uh, vehicles and, and heating equipment now. Yeah. Um, okay. So the, to me, there's sort of um, three or four things. Well, three things. There's what about clothes dryers? Are they still gas? Do people still use gas clothes dryers? Or yes. In fact, I, I still have a gas uh, clothes dryer and I have a gas stove and I have a gas barbecue. And, and so the, <clears throat> the, the gas stove um, and uh, dryer frees up uh 80 uh, amps on my circuit breaker. So, oh, I uh, so I'm able to in install the, the two heat pumps, which will, which will have a much greater impact on my carbon footprint than, than yeah. uh, bothering okay. to change out my laundry and my, uh, yeah. uh, my stove. Also, you can just hang your clothes up outside or, or on one and, of those racks fact, in winter. In fact, you're right. That's I have two drying racks uh, and, and I rarely use my, my gas fired uh, yeah. dryer. So that's another reason why I don't bother to switch it out because I also, use it so rarely. And then gas stoves. Um, I was, there was an article on CBC that uh, gas stoves don't necessarily, they don't vent unless you turn on a vent specifically. So that's that right. could be uh, bad for indoor air. Toxic, Absolutely. In fact. And, and I have a, a high volume uh, exhaust hood over my stove that directly exhausts outside. Okay. And, and the problem is you have to remember to turn the darn thing on. And <laughs> yes. so if you don't do that, then yes, you get all these, these gases and your smoke alarm goes off. But uh, if I remember to turn it on, then I'm free of all those gases. And, and again, it's, it's a, it's a relatively small use of gas compared Understood. to heating. Understood. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, should people switch out the furnace now or wait till the furnace uh, gets old and then uh, breaks down? Ten, ten years. Do? Once once your furnace is, is nearing 10 years of age, right. uh, then then you've, you've got anywhere from another two to five years left. And so you don't want to wait till it breaks down because then you're going to be in a panic and you just right. want to quickly please put something in in the next 24 hours that's that's going to replace my heating if you plan ahead then then you can go with a heat pump that might take you uh 
two to four weeks to right. to to get the uh, the right equipment. And That's right correct. now, suppliers and contractors are don't have don't have the stock of of heat pumps uh, on hand to. Uh, quickly uh, right. implemented. So if you plan ahead, you can do yeah. it. Well, thank you very much, uh, Bruce. We have to take a, a break right now and we'll be back after the break. So uh, don't go away. Buy Muskoka for Muskoka, your collection of Muskoka-based talk shows. Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. I'm Dr. Shervin from Dairy Lane Dental and you're listening to Muskoka Magazine. This is Muskoka Drawdown. Welcome back, everyone, to Climate Action Muskoka's uh, monthly radio program, Climate, uh, Carbon Drawdown. Carbon Drawdown is to talk to, uh, to experts and to regular people on how they can reduce their carbon emissions to avert climate change, catastrophic climate change, which is critically important because we owe it to our future generations and, uh, and other species to take care of this planet and plan for the future. My guest today is Bruce Hansen, and, and, and a green technology expert with a, a many decades behind him of, uh, of retrofitting and keeping up on all the latest technology. Bruce, um, tell us about the job you had for many years and you still do sometimes now. Yes, so I worked as a energy manager in the commercial and industrial sector. And before that, I, I worked in residential home energy audits and I also worked in solar air heating. And I, I've seen the slow, gradual declining cost in, in solar and wind and efficiency. And it's, it's now accelerating to the point that wind and solar are the lowest cost of, of all new generation capacity. Right. So we have all of the technology that we need, as you mentioned at the start, and yeah. and it's economic, yeah. and and well, and, and we're, we're just shooting ourselves in the foot by by not implementing this and and by continuing to go down the fossil fuel path. So does this? I mean, the governments have you know um, printed billions and billions of dollars because of COVID. Should we now do sort of the same thing for uh, for climate change or? Or should it be the municipalities that are putting up uh, the funding and then you pay it back off your municipal bill? Or what's the financing, best financing system you recommend? So the first step has to be stopping the subsidies of the fossil fuel. Because there's, there's, <clears throat> we're currently putting $14 towards fossil fuel subsidies for every dollar that we're putting towards uh, renewable energy. This is madness. <laughs> yeah. We've got we've got to reverse that ratio, and then we've got to bring it to zero. Uh, every sign, every climate scientist saying saying we're 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 about to exterminate ourselves, and 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 the politicians are saying yes, but but their actions are saying no. Uh, their their actions are, are are continuing to to bring us closer to extermination. So we we must stop the subsidies of right. fossil fuels. So I suppose this is, it's, it sounds like you're suggesting it's a political problem. So I suppose people should be involved locally and provincially and federally and make sure they, they vote for the, the politician that is most committed to addressing climate change and, and smart enough to choose the right kind of funding mechanism. That's one way, but what else? And we can do things individually like you have done and I'm mm -hmm. trying to do. 
Yes, um, and, and then you, you also hinted at, at we can fund uh, the positive alternatives and, and there are some excellent uh, examples. I mean, Norway with their electric vehicle uh, fee baits. Uh, correct. <clears throat> The, the rebates for, for the electric cars and the, and the <clears throat> penalties for gas cars. And um, yeah. in uh, Maine, they have a hot water heat pump incentive and you can get a hot water heat pump for $500 US plus installation. That's and, amazing. And, and they're in stock and they're ready to go. And the contractors lined up uh, and they'll, they'll come in. And, so 60% of the market in Maine is now uh, heat pump, uh, hot water heaters. That's this right. is an amazing program and it works. So the, we, we can duplicate these programs if we yeah. just copy and paste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about your um, your electric car. I think you're on your second electric car. That's right. I've, I've been driving uh, for seven years now. My first one was a little iMeve and it only cost me $18,000. Uh, Are these uh, gas electric or hybrids? No, this was pure electric and it, it only took me about 80 kilometers at highway speeds. Um, and now I have a Chevy Bolt, and I can go up to 380 kilometers, and it's uh, is uh, just like a regular car. It's great. That's wonderful. Our our electric car is going to crash the grid. Well, if if you give people the incentive uh, of of filling up for half price at night, then they'll never <clears throat> crash the grid during the day. Because why would you not fill up for Wait, wait till the nighttime and fill up at half price. That's 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 very very smart. Um, what about the cobalt? I understand that's a critical um, component of batteries, and we we have to get that out of the Congo, and it's like it's blood diamonds, it's blood blood cobalt. What's what is your thought on that? So there's the new chemistry is uh, lithium iron phosphate, which is free of cobalt. And uh, Tesla is moving most of their vehicles to that chemistry. Wow. So, so we uh, already have a solution for avoiding uh, most of the cobalt. Uh, grid batteries don't need uh, cobalt. Uh, so uh, it's just northern climates where uh, low temperature performance is, is key and cobalt, uh, magnesium, nickel formulation along with lithium is... Uh, best for for low temperature operation right. but uh, software can can make the uh, other formulation work well as can uh, can uh, car uh, batteries be recycled they can and uh, there's there's new new uh, recycling plants being opened uh, every month uh, the uh, valuable metals uh, are in much higher concentration in the batteries than they are in ores so it's uh, it, it, it's being done now and it will be done uh, in higher percentages as we uh, have more batteries into the supply chain. Yeah, I've, I, it seems to me um, electric cars are, you know, ideally we should have walkable communities linked by transit, clean fuel transit, so people don't need any cars. But in the interim, I guess electric cars are the way to go. Um, I've talked to you before, and you seem to think that the switch is going to happen very quickly in the near future. You still hold that opinion? Well, we're getting close to the to the flip point where even economy cars uh, are, are matching the price of, of gas cars. 
there's there's a, a neck and neck race between the production of lithium and the production of batteries and and they're they're growing by leaps and bounds and so we're having some some price increases in lithium batteries but once that's solved and lithium is is a, an abundant material and and new mining uh, methods are being developed to to provide it so uh, conceivably in two to three years even economy cars will be equivalent in price and once that happens and people see the 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 maintenance advantage and yeah. and the uh, yeah. the cost advantage that it's so much cheaper to run and fuel a, an electric car yeah. then who who's who would buy a, a car that costs uh four times the amount to fuel and it's more expensive to buy yeah 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 um i understand also you're an avid cyclist um do you ride a, a battery assist bicycle or are you still not, spry not enough no i'm not still yet. you're holding off for you <laughs> <laughs> well, I see that for myself. I'm a big cyclist, but I know that at some point in the future, I'll just pull the switch and get a battery assist. I've ridden them and they are fantastic. They, they go like crazy and you can go an awful long way on a, on a battery. It's amazing. Another point I wanted to make on uh, home, home energy efficiency was the, right? the balance between whether, whether we do upgrades or whether we install a heat pump. And it yeah. comes down to cost. If you can install a heat pump system for $15,000 for the typical home, but it's going to cost you $120,000 to do a thorough retrofit to save perhaps 60% of, of your carbon footprint, but you can save 100% of your carbon footprint with $15,000 on a heat pump, yeah. which would you do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, one last issue that I haven't we haven't mentioned is the embodied carbon in the construction industry. Um, you probably think about that. There are some statistics I see. It takes forty tons of CO two equivalent over the life of a building for the that's embodied carbon. Carbon. So, are there ways we can reduce the amount of um, embodied carbon in construction? Well, the the biggest one is to is to stop junking uh, old buildings and and to maintain them uh, right. better so that they last longer. And uh, I, I'm in a century old house, and instead of whacking it down and and redesigning it, uh, we left all the all the the brick in place and and uh, insulated it on the inside and uh, and repurposed it to to a nice modern new house. And, and all these old houses can be repurposed. Right. I always think it's a question of the tax structure. If we should be, you know, the taxes should be put on the new materials to, and as soon as new materials become more expensive, it will incentivize recycling of used materials. And I think that goes for wood, brick, uh, even concrete asphalt, all kinds of things would be right, recycled right. if it was cost effective. I know yes. you live uh, downtown Toronto in the east, east End, and you love going out on the Leslie Spit, which is all construction materials, uh, steel and concrete. Is there any way to actually um, recycle steel and concrete from old buildings? Well, <clears throat> from what I hear, uh, more than half of our steel is, is currently made in mini mills which is uh, powered by electricity and and yes all that all that steel can be reused and uh back to your point of of the pricing materials uh a comprehensive carbon price which which canada is implementing uh 
and, and with the gold standard of, of fee and rebate, will address this. We'll, we'll make everything um, pay its, its fair share of, of uh, carbon fee. Well, that sounds good to me. Bruce, I really appreciate you are so knowledgeable and articulate and experienced. Uh, you are um, a gold a gold mine. Sorry, I shouldn't mention gold mines. They use a lot of arsenic and they're <laughs> terrible. But anyway, you are a, a font of, of information. I really appreciate you coming on my show. Thanks, Frank. It's been great to, to be with you. Okay, we'll talk again another time. Bye for sounds now. Good. Okay, bye. I went to the city. When all the trees were gone And I laid there on an asphalt lawn And she cried out a thousand days Of hurricanes and floods Her face ran with tears And the streets ran with blood Fur coats and sushi boats And diesel in the air